Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s inspired style and cutting edge performance technology with its sleek mid cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi piece upper construction delivers high energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. Welcome to the Tennis Channel Inside In Podcast. I'm your host, Mitch Michaels from the Santa Monica Studios. And we have a bit of a somber show today celebrating the life of iconic tennis coach Nick Bollateri, who passed away at the age of 91 in his Bradenton, Florida home. Bollateri ran the Nick Bollateri Tennis Academy and was a pioneer in a lot of ways for setting up academies, specializations of athletes, getting the best out of many players, including 10 number ones and so many more future tennis stars. Joining me on today's show for a special interview is Mark Knowles, current Tennis Channel commentator. He was number one in the world in doubles. He talks about his experiences as a kid attending the Nick Voluntary Tennis Academy, what Nick was really like, getting to know him, how crucial and important Voluntary was to his development in tennis and in life, and just reminiscing about one of the iconic figures in tennis. Hope you enjoy the show. It's Mark Knowles talking about the life and times of the great Nick Voluntary. Right now, joining us on Tennis Channel Inside In, uh, you know him from his on-air work, former doubles number one in the world, Mark Knowles. Regular guest on this show, Mark, thanks for joining. I uh, wish it was under some different circumstances, but appreciate you carving out some time here. Yeah, thanks, Mitch. Uh, obviously, a tough day for the tennis community and, and for so many of us. Yesterday, losing the pioneer, the man himself, Nick Bulletary. Let's get right into it. Uh, Nicholas James Bulletary passed away at age 91 in his Bradenton, Florida home, uh, confirmed online by Tommy Haas, one of his former students. And uh, the uh, accolades are uh, just tough to read. There's there's 10 world number ones, but so many more players and, and so much more than just training the best tennis players was his legacy. Uh, he called himself Mark Michelangelo of tennis and was a pioneer for teaching tennis, teaching sports, and uh, developing players. It was a sad, somber day for tennis. We unfortunately knew the health was deteriorating, but what was your first reaction losing somebody that you knew as, which we'll get into, someone that took you into his academy? You got to live the dream and live the experience that was the Nick Voluntary Tennis Academy. Yeah, you know, I mean, it was interesting. Obviously, I've been, I, I keep in touch with Nick, obviously, and I've been um, closely keeping in touch with him here in his last you know, a few weeks or so, and obviously being close to his, his uh, kids as well, Danielle Bolletary, Jimmy Bolletary, they did a great job of kind of keeping kind of the core group of us updated on everything. You know, we tried to check in, um, deliver messages to Nick as often as we could, just so that he understood not only what he meant for myself, but for so many um, others. You know, it, it's so interesting it's kind of just a circle of life moment, right? You you go back, especially for me, you know, I, I went there when I was 10 years old. So, you know, my life essentially started in Bradenton, Florida, you know, one of the first, obviously, and, and being there for so many years and seeing so many people come through. You know, it's fascinating. Obviously, everyone thinks about the tennis and, and you just mentioned, you know, 10 former world number ones, um, many others too, I think if you count doubles as well. Um, you know, he just impacted so many people. But, you know, what stands out more that probably won't get talked about is that 
you know, I'm friends with so many people still from my days at, at Voluntaries that didn't go on to play professional tennis, but have become extremely successful individuals in life. And, you know, to hear all their testimonies, how they couldn't have done it without the Academy and without Nick. And, you know, he, he was a pioneer, you know, it was very strict back, back then. I don't, I don't know if today's society could withstand how strict it was. You know, he brought his military background, but at the core of it, even though he was super tough and stringent, you know, he cared, you, you felt how much he cared not just about the players that could hit great forehands and, and great backhands, but he cared about every single student. And, you know, I think a lot of people realized that too, as they, as they moved away from the Academy, as they moved on to different walks of life. And, um, you know, I think that's been, I think over the last 24 hours for me, just reflecting, you know, I'm part of a, a chat group on, on social media with, you know, kind of the Nick Volatieri, all the days from the glory days. And, and just to hear everybody's testimony of, like I said, no matter if they went on to have a professional tennis career, whether they went on to be a, a orthopedic surgeon or in the financial world, they all talk about how their time at the Nick Voltaire Tennis Academy really shaped their lives. And, you know, how many people have that opportunity to impact so many people? Yeah, that's a great point, Mark. And if you look at it from kind of the bigger picture, not just the top players, the best of the best, it's everybody that had the opportunity went on, or not everybody, but most people got something out of the fact that they were there and they lived better lives, whether that was in the tennis world or without of it. And you mentioned his military background with the Army paratrooper and how he ran that academy. The New York Times ran the, obit ran the obituary, and I think the perfect word was used, and you can comment on this too. It said, you know, nurturer of a lot of tennis players. And he really did, generationally, I, I think, nurture a lot of these players what stands out to me as an outsider is the fact that it was generations of players that got successful. You know, one player, one prodigy can make a coach. We all know that, but this was no coincidence. It was player after player getting the most out of his methods and making it work. So I just think nurtured was the perfect word there. Yeah, I agree a hundred percent. You know, I mean, obviously having, you know, he was my really, you know, my mom was my first coach, my mom and dad. Um, but then he was my first, you know, real, kind of international coach and obviously had many coaches throughout my career at various levels, you know, and the one thing that he stood above and beyond anyone else, he's the greatest motivator I've ever seen. You know, all of us that went to the Baltimore Kansas Academy, we all remember you could literally be on the stadium hard court with Nick for five minutes. You could feel so bad about your game before you walked on the court. And five minutes later, you could walk off and you would think, you know what? I am going to be the best player in the world. Like I'm going to win grand slams. Like he just had this incredible, incredible ability. And, and like you said, nurture, I think he was able to, you know, and when you talk about coaching and we all analyze coaching, you know, X's and O's and, and ability and talent and all those things, but ultimately the greatest coaches had that unique ability to connect with their student and their pupil. And, um, you know, for Nick, I think he was able, he just had a human connection yeah. with almost everybody. And we all know how hard that is, right? We're, we're all different. We all come from different cultures. We all have different motivations, different beliefs and so forth. But he was able to kind of connect uh, on such an incredible level with so many different kids, um, so many different students at, at a very important time. We all know those are very impactful years, the formative years for a lot of kids. So 
you know, I can't speak, I can't speak highly enough about Nick. And, and I, I think I did a really good job of letting, I, I know he knew how much it meant to me, the opportunity he granted to me. And I think that, that most people were able to communicate that to Nick. And, you know, I know he took a lot of satisfaction out of that. And, um, you know, he made such an impact, not just on the tennis world, but in the world generally. Yeah, his quote directly was that he acknowledged that he had a very special gift of relating to people, being able to translate the message, kind of teaching himself to be a tennis coach with that as the foundation. Do you think that the, the motivational technique for sure, how he was the greatest motivator, as you said, also that ability to relate to people, I think that's what really set him apart from other coaches and other people that ran academies? 100 uh, percent i mean obviously i can't speak for any any anywhere else because I, I went to boateri's but you know like i said just in my experiences and, and talking with many people i just felt personally and also comparing stories with others nick just had that unique ability he had he had that ability for you to believe in yourself find the belief in yourself dig deep all while having a really positive outlook i mean for all of us that were blessed to, to know Nick and, and many of us have come across Nick. I mean, he, the energy and the passion that he lived, not every day with, I'd say every minute of every day. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's enviable. And, um, you know, it, it's a sad day, obviously, with Nick passing. But I think for most of us, we take a lot of joy in knowing that Nick got the most out of his life, right? He impacted yeah. so many people, but also for himself, you know, he, he lived life the right way, um, was always positive. I mean, it's just, yeah, it's mind boggling to think how old he was when I was at the academy and the energy that he brought and, you know, to keep that relationship with him over the last, for me, 40 years. Um, you know, he still had that much energy up until a couple of weeks before, mm -hmm. you know, the unfortunate day that he passed. You think about that moment back in the day when it was, I think you were around 10, 11 years old, getting that, you know, scholarship and, and how everything changed. And I guess if you could comment on the perspective of being interested in by the Bulletary Academy and what it was like to receive that scholarship and how that kind of set everything in motion and the life that you've lived and the path that you're on. Yeah, I think that's the most important thing, you know, and that was one of the things I communicated to Nick, as I'm sure many students did, is that, you know, I am where I am today, um, you know, firstly because of my parents, but secondly, you know, it was the break I got from Nick Bellaturi. You know, he gave me that opportunity at 10 years old. Everything that I've achieved today is based mostly around tennis um, from my career during my tennis career, but also post-career, you know, having, you know, the, the um, fortune to work for Tennis Channel, be on the board of the ATP, you know, having the passion and the love for the sport of tennis, he fostered that. And, um, you know, it's just an incredible Obviously, it's very nostalgic, right? When, you know, I, I'm obviously, you know, it's 40 years ago when I first got that break. And I think back and, you know, we've been comparing stories with some of the other students over the last last week or so, just kind of going back to the good old days. And, and that's really what it was, right? We all have special moments in our lives. But for those of us that were fortunate enough to be at the academy and be part of that experience. It was a groundbreaking thing, right? Uh, it had never been done before. He started it in 1978, obviously with the core guys, Jimmy Arias, Kathleen Horvath, Carling Bassett, Aaron Kripstein. And then I was just a couple of years later, um, you know, I started, we were at a motel in Bradenton. It was just a, a little strip motel. And in that year, I think it was 1981, 
we moved over to the academy, which is, you know, at 5500 East 34th Street, which is now doesn't look anything like it did back then. It's, it's an incredible place. Um, presently, IMG Academy. But, um, you know, to think where it went, right? If you look at the IMG Academy now, it's not just tennis. It's so many yeah. different sports. It's the specialization. It's the discipline. It's the determination. And really, he, he's the pioneer of it all. Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s-inspired style and cutting-edge performance technology with its sleek mid-cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi-piece upper construction delivers high-energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. More with Mark Knowles here on Tennis Channel Inside In, talking about the life of the late, great, legendary coach Nick Volateri, who passed away this week at age 91. Yeah, it's it's the fact that it's not just tennis, and, and you alluded to it just now with it's the, now the IMG Academy with the specialization of sports. And I think that there's a lot of legacies and the type of life he led, the type of person he is at the forefront, but he, he has an impact, Mark, that goes beyond just tennis. And I think IMG and a lot of what we see with athletes that are tapping into potential that maybe they couldn't get to a couple decades ago, or even longer than that, I think is a direct result to what his methods were, the work ethic he put in, and the fact that he was living every minute of every day, like you said, with that passion and that drive and desire to succeed. Yeah, you know, I mean, one of the big messages, I think, is that, you know, it's one thing to preach something, but it's another thing to actually put it into action. And you think about me, right? I'm from the small country of the Bahamas being given the opportunity to come to a prestigious academy at a young age, um, bringing Andre Agassi from Las Vegas. It wasn't like he was just recruiting in Florida. Of course, Courier was from Dade City, Florida. But, you know, and then when you think about how it evolved with Sharapova coming over, with Anna Kornikova coming over, Tommy Haas mm-hmm. coming over, you know, he, he gave opportunities to all. It, it just was so groundbreaking. And really... It, it kind of summarizes Nick right there. He didn't categorize anybody. He treated everybody the same as far as giving them opportunities, um, having belief in them. And it's just a special trait. And, you know, I'm going to miss Nick, that's for sure, because nobody, you know, he's one of the few people that could make you feel incredible in less than a minute. And, you know, obviously we had a long history and, and it's been a great history. So, you know, you reflect back on all of that. But still, you know, even, you know, post-career, every time I ran into Nick, every time we talked, you know, everything was positive. He still reflected back on me standing on a um, – I had to stand on a chair to put a coin in a phone booth. I, I mean, people listening now are probably like, what's a phone booth? But, you know, back back, back in the late 70s, early 80s, it was, it was a phone booth and, you know, needed a couple of quarters to call internationally back to the Bahamas. But, you know, he would still remember that. And that was obviously years ago. But he, I think he just had a unique connection with all his students. Um, you know, I, I, I didn't stand out specifically. I think he, he had that connection with everybody. And, uh, and that's just a perfect story, and it symbolizes a lot of what he represents. And I also just wanted to also mention to the listeners out there, how competitive it was. You lived it and the fact that there was so much talent at this academy in your class with Agassi Courier, countless others that went on to make livings in the pro game. It had to be, I mean, I, I want to say it's like the ideal training ground, but that's that's about as good as it gets for, for preteen, teenage boys to, to deal with just how competitive and how much talent that he was able to attract to his academy. Yeah, it's, it's phenomenal, really. I mean, 
I think it's hard for anyone to truly understand. And I, and I probably think people don't even think we're real when we actually recite the amount of talent that was at the Academy when I, when I was there. I mean, I, you know, obviously you have the big names that broke out, you know, the Couriers, the Agassiz, um, the Selizies, all those, Sharapovas, whatever. But the reality, especially when I was there, I mean, I think for a stretch there, you know, I was there from 81 to 88. Honestly, I think we had probably four to five of the top 10 in the world in every age group. I mean, we had so many great players. I mean, it, the list goes on, you know, guys that maybe didn't make it to top 10 in the world, but were number one juniors in the world, number one juniors in the United States, you know, you know Martin Blackman, Chris Garner, um, Ricky Brown. I mean, we had so many. The list goes on, and I feel bad to even mention a couple of names because I'll be missing hundreds of them. Um, but the competition was so incredible, and, and I think that's that's where you get a little bit nostalgic when you reflect back on it because obviously being, you know, in your young teenage years, very competitive. I mean, Lord of the Flies atmosphere, 1,000%. You know, we wanted to kill each other, but yet we, we would eat together. We would room together. We'd go to school together on a bus. But then once once it was time for tennis, you know, it was take the shirts off and let's, let's go at it, right? Yeah. Um, and, you know, ultimately, it's what it's what created our, our level of tennis. We, we became really good by competing, competing with one another. And um, I think it's a great environment, obviously. I, mean, I think it's trying to be mimicked today. Whether it can be is a whole other story. But obviously, competition uh, breeds success. And there's no greater illustration of that than, than the Nick Volatari Tennis Academy. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Well, the last thing I want to bring up, and this has been great, Mark Knowles telling us some stories and recapping the uh, illustrious life of Nick Bolateri. Uh, he was also a pioneer and one of the best at something else, too, as we all know, and that was self-promotion. I don't know that there was many better in the tennis world for promoting the brand and uh, not being camera shy, so to speak. Yeah, no, no doubt. I mean, if you, if you know Nick, you know he's about promotion. And, uh, you know, that's part of it. I mean, listen, that, that's that's part of the package that you got with Nick, right? And 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 that's what you liked. It's that positive energy, even if it was self-promotion, it was, you know, instilling a belief and and he had it right it, it all yeah. originated from him he believed in himself um, if you think about his humble background in regards to tennis you know he's a guy that i i don't think he ever won a junior match didn't have points didn't play perfect you know didn't do any of those things um obviously had a had a liking to the sport and and liked the mental kind of approach with the military background and then realized that he had a unique talent to connect with people. Um, but ultimately, if you if you can't back yourself, how can you back anyone else? So, you know, of course, that comes with controversy when somebody backs themselves and, are, you know, pretty self-confident. But overall, I think that's that's the package that made Nick Bolletari Nick Bolletari. Well, Mark Knowles, this has been a blast, uh, you know, going over all this. And uh, I really think it, it pulls back the curtain to stories about how, 
Nick Bolletary lived, how he taught, and uh, you having that first-person experience is really great. So thank you so much for joining Tennis Channel Inside and uh, celebrating the life of one of only four coaches to ever get into the International Tennis Hall of Fame at the time of his induction, Nick Bolletary. Uh, we, we definitely offer our condolences, but Mark Knowles, thanks a ton for joining Tennis Channel Inside In. Thanks, Mitch. Always love being on. Appreciate it. Happy holidays to everybody. A tremendous thanks to Mark Knowles for appearing on today's show and sharing those wonderful stories and reminiscing about the life and times of Nick Bolletary. Tremendous contributions to the game of tennis and to the life of so many. Rest in peace, Nick Bolletary, and thank you so much for your contributions to the sport we love. Tennis Channel Insight In will be back next week. We're still in off-season mode. Got some special interviews lined up. The grind doesn't stop. More tennis, more tennis content. We're on the Tennis Channel Podcast Network. Go to tennis.com slash podcast for this show and the entire catalog of our other outstanding shows on the network. We're streaming on all your podcast platforms as well. For Mark Knowles, my name is Mitch Michaels. This was Tennis Channel Insight In. Thank you for listening, and as always, we will see you next week.